there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and those who cover the NBA on a daily basis. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast. I am Joe Cardosi, joined by the undaunted Jim Eichenhofer. Jim, uh, you know, we, we say we endured a game last night. Uh, the Pelicans endured a game last night. Uh, let's just call it... A learning experience. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Um, you know, we're going to be recapping the game very briefly. Um, th- this this segment, I think, is going to call to mind uh, in one of the Hangover movies, maybe all of them, where they have a thing where they say, let's go back and watch this once and talk about this once, but we're never going to bring it up ever yes. again. So I think that applies very well to last night's game, which yeah, was let's rough bury it. in every way. 120 to 87 final score in favor of the Houston Rockets. Yeah, there was a, there were some some tough spots in that game. It just seemed like New Orleans never quite found their rhythm. Uh, there were some bright spots in there. We're not going to make it all doom and gloom, uh, but y- you want to see the Pelicans operating more efficiently. Uh, glad to see you know Jordan Hawkins getting some shots up and whatnot, but it just it never really seemed to gel last night. No, and I mean the the tone was really set, and this is something that I wrote about in the post game wrap last night they had 20 first half turnovers now if you have a game where you have 20 turnovers you're screaming at each other afterwards and saying like come on guys we got to clean things up we got to do better we got to execute better I mean for them to have 20 in just half of a game was kind of unbelievable just you know uncharacteristically sloppy in a lot of ways Yeah, I was like is the ball greased what's going on yeah yeah I think I think it was Christian Clark who said something about cane sauce that yes. they, they were playing like they had cane sauce on their fingers. Yeah. So yeah, that wasn't good. As delicious as possible. They they finished with twenty seven turnovers for the game. So I mean, I guess we could say they were better in the second half in that category I by guess. a little bit. But sure. yeah, I mean that was really the killer. That was the thing that 
gave them really no chance to win the game and really even stay in the game that the fact that they had that many turnovers. Yeah, I mean, that's a deep hole to dig yourself out of, even if you're operating uh, efficiently on offense, uh, but you're turning over the ball over that much. Yeah, that's a lot of makeup to, to play. Uh, but it, it seems like uh, the Pelicans are, are taking this to heart. It seems like they understand uh, that they did not play as well as they should have uh, from some of that postgame sound and whatnot mm-hmm. that we have heard. Um, so you're hoping that they, they refocus as we, we move forward and head to Orlando. Yeah, and another area too quickly that Willie Green talked about after the game was just making sure that Zion Williamson is more a part of the offense. Yeah, He only took three shots in his 22 minutes on the floor, so that was something that was just odd that he was not more involved right. in, the, in the game. Um, Ingram and C.J. McCollum both had 13 shots, so you, you definitely want to have more of a balance between those three guys, and you want to threaten the defense more with all of the stuff that Zion can do in the paint. Right. I think really one of the only bright spots. CJ had a good shooting game from three point range. Yeah, he's been bright spots. He's been pretty good so far in in uh, preseason from the three point arc. And really, I think overall the two guys that I would point to as you know at least you can say that the way that they played individually was something that you took away as a good step forward and those two players were uh Dyson Daniels and Jordan Hawkins um I I credit the people who stuck around and still were watching the fourth quarter because they got to see Jordan Hawkins have a really good stretch early fourth period he made four shots in a row I think it was he scored 10 points in uh, I don't know maybe about a three or four minute span drained a couple three-pointers. So he really bumped up his preseason stats overall during that span. He finished with 13 points. He was three for six from three-point range. And another guy, um, we don't necessarily expect three-point shooting as much from Dyson Daniels as we do Jordan Hawkins, but Dyson Daniels was three for four from three-point range, had 13 points just like Hawkins did. And he his shot is something that if he can really consistently make that three – and he can bump up what he did compared to his rookie year, he's going to be so much more of a threat. Yep. We, f- we see the other aspects of his game developing on offense. He's, his rebounding, I think, is getting better. Just partly. his physicality in general, it seems like, is going to take a leap. And then if he can add that wrinkle to his game, it's 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 just so much harder to defend. For sure, yeah. he's. We know what he can do on the defensive end, and he's always going to be a plus on that part of the court. But I think if he can contribute more – offensively, and a lot of the guys, Jose Alvarado's talked about this, they know when they're on the court with Zion, CJ, Ingram, Jonas, whatever combination, they're going to be the ones that are left open just because, you know, that's what gravity they draw. Right. That's how, and that's how it is. You're going to, you're not, you don't want to get beat by some of these all-stars. You're going to leave some of these other players open. So that's going to be crucial for, Dyson's success this year and you would love a pick season. your poison sort of offense to work you know to, to, mm-hmm. to see everyone operating efficiently because on paper the Pelicans do have a ton of weapons that you got to watch out for you just need to see him clicking uh, consistently right and you know as I mentioned Dyson was had a really good night from three-point range didn't shoot well in summer league but he's been much better from the arc in these couple games I think so it's far. those pointers you've been giving him Jim. yeah I think it is it's the extra time I mean Usually it's it's basically like a progression. You start out with Fred Vincent, right. and then you go to me. Yes, and then I then see Jim what I dunks can do. on him a few times, humbles him, and then teaches him what he has to know. It's it's really it's, a beautiful process to exactly. Watch. So there are Mister Miyagi. <laughs> so so um, that's been very helpful to Dyson Daniels, and um, he talked about after the game last night um, how he's he's pleased. I think with the way he shot three so far 
it's something that was, like I said, one of the one of the uh, few positives from Great the game spot. against the Houston Rockets. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, I felt good. Um, I felt good to you know see if you go through the bottom of the net. Um, 
and I would have liked to be in better, you know, finishing at the rim when I missed two free throws. Um, but yeah, the shot felt good. You know, I've been working on that with Fred. So to um, see a bit of reward for effort, you know, it felt good. Well, good stuff there from Dyson Daniels. You know what I like about uh, Dyson uh, beyond, you know, just his game is he's, he's very intelligent, very self-aware. Uh, about what he needs to work on, about the, the pacing of the game. It just seems like uh, he understands where he needs work. Uh, he's he's not afraid to, to let his flaws uh, show or, or at least admit to them. It, it, it may be a transitional preseason, but I'm still excited about seeing everyone come together, Jim. Yeah, he's pretty confident, but like you said, um, it doesn't. he doesn't take the confidence to the point where he's not willing to improve. Yeah, he's on unrealistic. Different, right, in different areas of his game, so... Um, I think overall, though, the team is kind of that way right now. I think there's yeah. definitely confidence, but, I mean, based on especially the way the game la- went last night, this is not a situation where the coaches are going to have to really convince them, like, hey, we, you know, we need to work on stuff. I think it's pretty right. evident based on the way the game went last night, including the way that the starters um, played, which, you know, there might have been some individual guys that did well, like I mentioned, CJ and Brandon sure. had, Ingram had a decent game. But just overall, I mean, they were in just a what you expect out of them. Yeah. Right. First quarter, bad start. Third quarter, bad start. So, I mean, it's going to be easy in practice today and over the next few days for the coaches to say to them, like, okay, guys, we got to tighten things up, and here's the film that we can show you. Right. And when they watch that, it, it's, you know, it's not a difficult sell. They're, they're, they're all in, I think, on, you know, understanding that there's – a lot of things that they need to get better at. Well, and, and it's a thing that's been talked about a lot by uh, by many people, including us, and just how tough uh, the West is going to be. I mean, being in the Western Conference has never been uh, an easy path to uh, to playoffs or a championship, but, man, this season the West is absolutely stacked, and you absolutely have to take inventory of your strengths and weaknesses and, and, uh, and be realistic, and uh, it's going to be a grind in the West this season. And it's interesting, you know, you're playing Thursday night, you're playing a Houston team that was – at the bottom of the standings in the Western Conference, but we know you have to take whatever happens in preseason with a grain of salt. Right. It doesn't mean that much, but I do think that it was a little bit of an eye-opening experience to play against them and see how much better they potentially could yeah. be. So you're talking about one of the few teams, there weren't many last year in the West, that you could play a decent game and feel confident that you're going to win. Right. They did lose once to Houston in very bitter, heartbreaking fashion last year, but... Um, after the game last night, Willie Green talked about how, you know, they went through a lot of difficulties in the game last night. But, you know, as you said, Joe, based on the Western Conference, it's something that they're going to have to get used to. It's the NBA. It's going to be hard. And that team added some new pieces, had some new players, um, new coaching staff, new mentality. The West is going to be hard. And we have to get accustomed to it being hard and still playing through it, still executing, still cutting, still moving, still trusting each other. And I thought once it got hard, and I'll go back and watch tape, but once once it got hard, you know, we, we turned the ball over, didn't get back in transition. And it's, and it's anytime you give a team 30 points, it's hard, it's hard to score. It's hard to generate points. You know, I think Willie Green is sort of speaking to what was disheartening for a lot of people watching it. One thing you expect this Pelicans team to have is is fight and heart. Uh, and it just looked like it got a little too hard for them. And they did, you don't want to say roll over, but uh, their spirit got broken a yeah. little bit. And you want, to see, you want to see them toughened up a little bit. Yeah, I think there were definitely some heads down. I mean, again, we understand that. This is preseason. No one's going to care about this game right. a couple weeks from now or even maybe by tomorrow. And yeah, anyone's we'll going to care about this game. But 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's an example of, you know, the competition is at such a level and this is something that we're going to be facing all season. I think, I mean, the, the positive part of this in terms of how good the West is, and a couple of players talked about this on media day is that if you're able to make the playoffs, if you're able to have a top six seed, you really accomplish something. Yeah. You sharpen iron with iron. It's, it's a feat. If you're able to go in the top six, avoid the play in tournament, and there's going to be a bunch of teams that are shooting for that in the Western Conference. Yep. The downside, or actually I should say another positive part of this is the schedule. There's going to be so many nights when you go to the Smoothie King Center and you're like, we got to beat this team. This is a team right. that we have some kind of um, animosity with, maybe like a little rivalry. We've talked about some it's of nice the teams. see some of these burgeoning rivalries, yeah. you know? I mean, there's going to be very few nights where you're just like, yeah, this is kind of a – lackluster opponent that we aren't that really interested in, but we'll go see some basketball. There's going to be a lot of intensity. Um, The negative part of that or the downside of that is that it's going to be extremely challenging and and to just use it even e- emotionally beyond the yeah. physical part of the game to to constantly be up every mm-hmm. game and for not, 82 to, games to not have mm-hmm. a gap i mean that that's got to wear on the players and they're going to have to get ready and and just to use a few examples of things that not things that i've been saying or things that i've these are things that other analysts around the nba have, have been saying lately um for example i heard antonio daniels on the tv broadcast tuesday orlando games say that this is the deepest western conference ever so i mean think and about I trust that trust ad yeah yeah um I've heard people describe the Western Conference as, quote, a bloodbath yes. about to happen because Gauntlet. there's just so many teams that are really good. And, I mean, specifically, Zach Lowe has said this a couple times throughout the offseason in the summer that he thinks there's about six, seven teams in the West that if they finished fourth, he wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And if that same team finished 11th, he wouldn't be surprised. So, I mean, it just shows you that... The margin for error is so small. Right. I think a lot of people believe that there's a a tier of teams at the top that's very small. You might say Denver, you got to put number one because obviously they won the championship. And then there's a group of teams under them. Maybe Phoenix is in this group where you say their floor is probably such that they're not going to win much fewer than 50 games. Right. There's a couple teams that are kind of there, but then after you get through, you know, teams like the Nuggets and the Suns, there's this huge gigantic pack of squads where it's just like, how do you even pick who's better than right. who? It's, it's a miasma, and that's where mm-hmm. it's really gonna. That's where the hay is gonna be made. And I think the Pelicans can really surprise some people if they can come together, gel, and, and use their players as effectively as we think they can be used. Uh, when when you have a full squad of the Pelicans team, as scary as the West looks, there's not any team I'm afraid of. When you have Brandon mm-hmm. Ingram, when you have Zion, we have CJ, when you have everyone operating efficiently. Uh, now you just want to see the Pelicans sort of knock some of this rust off, hopefully in the preseason, so that gearing into the regular season, you can start feeling good. You start to see the, the team actually operating as we expect to see them operate. Yeah, and I mean, we see a lot of teams look bad in preseason, and then the first regular season game, it's like... Oh, there they are. Yeah, there they are, and, and vice versa, too. You see teams that run through the preseason, yeah. and then when they play real games, it's like, uh, maybe that stuff that we saw during the exhibition it's slate was just a, mir- yeah. a mirage. Yeah, <laughs> right. totally, so... But yeah, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, just in the division, you have teams like Memphis, John Morant's out the first 25 games, but they made a couple moves to try to figure things out with Marcus Smart that they added. Pretty young team. Um, Dallas made a bunch of moves in the offseason. They have to improve a ton defensively. Um, Houston and San Antonio are kind of in a similar boat where they have a bunch of young guys, but I don't think there's any doubt that people across the league believe both of those teams are going to make a jump. Yeah. Based on what we saw from Houston last night, 
it might be a bigger jump than even people the optimists think but right. again preseason but um i mean there's so many teams you're talking about minnesota oklahoma city the young yep. teams yep. portland has a has a an, an intriguing collection of guys based yeah. on some of the trades that they made recently uh utah team that new orleans didn't want to face last year at all because they went zero and three against them Ugh. um and then you're you're talking i mentioned phoenix already the two la teams golden state yep uh, Sacramento came out of nowhere and was a three seed. So what I mean, bath is appropriate when you keep listing these? Teams, I know. I man. think I've just, I just listed every team in the Western Conference, <laughs> yeah, and I don't think any at any point we were like, yeah, that, a weak spot. Yeah. That team's a walkover. That yeah. team's a piece of cake to just walk out there and beat them. So. Absolutely. I mean, and and one thing as tough as it's going to be, and as it, as easy it is to dread the the schedule ahead, if the Pelicans can succeed in this environment. The, the the level of enthusiasm in this city, I think, is going to mm-hmm. go through the roof. If you see the Pelicans beating these good teams that I don't think a lot of national people who don't pay attention to the Pelicans may give them much of a shot in, and you see them start to overcome this adversity, then it's going to be time to roll, my friend. So as tough as it yeah. looks, it's almost uh, – I almost feel like it's time for us to endure this test. I almost feel like we're ready. We've had enough time. We've got enough health. We're rolling into the season the way we should. And it's funny because – we're going to see this immediately. Yeah. They play Memphis in the first game of the regular season. Yeah. Um, a few days later, they have a rare game against an Eastern team against the Knicks, but the Knicks are very good. Yep. And then you have Golden State here, and then in the fourth game, you're at Oklahoma City. So right off the bat, three of their first four games are against West teams that are in that group of, of squads that people think are going to be dangerous yep. or have a good chance to finish in the top six. So, I mean – you're not going to we, we can we can make some adjustments and make some tweaks and alterations right now because we're in preseason yeah. and they still have two more games to play. But once you get to October 25th and you're playing the Grizzlies and FedEx form, it's going to be time to to get things together and put it's it put your best product on the court. We're, we're still rolling into the preseason. Got that Atlanta game coming up on a Saturday. And, uh, you know, what, what are you expecting to see in that game? Anything you're looking to to look out for any players you're looking yeah. to maybe step up? And uh, and be more prominent in that game. Yeah, and I I wrote a behind the the numbers article preview Check of the game that will be on Pelicans.com. I'm sure by the time that this podcast is posted, um, it's it's an inter- another interesting preseason game because for one example, there's five players in this game that averaged 20 points a game last season between. Uh, Zion, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum for the Pelicans, and then you have Trey Young and DeJounte Murray for Atlanta. Right. All five of those players were in the top 50 in scoring in the NBA. Both of these teams also have some really good draft picks from the last couple of years, and I'm sure we'll see a lot of that during the game on Saturday. Right. But to to get into specifics, and by the way, I like the fact that it's a 2.30 game. Me too. Um, there might be some college football fans that wish it was a different time, but nonetheless – it's nice to will be done by five six o'clock on yeah, Saturday. Check your phone; you can see them scores. It's fine. And also, too, by the way, should we should mention that it's going to be streaming again on Pelicans.com. It'll be Todd Graffinini on the call, synced up with the video feed yeah. from State Farm Arena. But lastly, to get into specifics, um, my Pelicans podcast player to watch for this game is going to be Dyson Daniels. Dyson. We talked about him earlier. He's played really well so far in these first couple games. So just looking for him to build on that. Um, he and Herb are going to have some difficult defensive assignments with yeah. some of the young players that the Hawks have. Yeah. And my matchup to watch for Pelican for the Pelicans podcast 
is going to be Herb Jones versus DeJounte Murray. I think those two guys will probably match up with each other quite a bit in the first quarter and the third quarter if both teams have their starting groups out there together during those times. Um, I mean, you also have Trey Young against C.J. McCollum, which is another good guard matchup as well. Yeah. But Herb will have his hands full with DeJounte Murray. But as we know, Herb is always up to the the challenge. Yeah, Herb ain't afraid. And uh, you know what? I just appreciate that you're growing out your Trey Young hair. But I like the change, Jim. It's uh, it's fluttering <laughs> in the breeze, and I appreciate it. Uh, and here we go, man. It, it's another chance to see what the Pelicans can bring. Hopefully, a bit of a bounce back game in terms of effort uh, on the court. And and you just want to see again some of those little wrinkles start to get ironed out so that we can roll into this regular season feeling good, feeling right, Jim. Uh, thanks as always for getting all that audio, being the man on the street, the man with the the Jimfo. Give him a follow uh, on X at Jim underscore Eichenhofer. Uh, and we will be back once again on a Monday to talk about everything that has transpired. I hope you join us. I hope you tell your friends and pals, hey, check out the Pelicans podcast. Check out the Jimfo. You need it. Uh, I am Joe Cardosi. Thanks for listening. Uh, that is Jim Eichenhofer. We will be talking to you once again on Monday. And until then, go Bills! Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Join us three times per week on pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.